0: What is up, boys and girls of the internet? Internet Whatnots, episode 009. It's been a while since the last episode, and uh, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about a lot of things. The focus of today's show being, uh, does your phone help or hurt you? Because I think that there is a lot to be said there. Um, Yeah, so the last episode was quite some time ago. It's been a few months, which is crazy, but I've definitely been on a journey since that last episode that last episode like really kickstarted something for me Uh one of those things being like the direction that i want to steer this show which is uh, you know i've had a lot of fun doing some of the episodes we've done like the marvel nba mock draft uh disturbing fairy tales that was that's my most listened to episode and that was the most fun to record but i would like to do some episodes with like some more substance. You know what I mean? I still want to do that fun stuff, but the last episode you versus uh social media, you was my favorite episode to record and to listen back on. I'm really upset with how it turned out, it turned out way quieter than I wanted it to, but overall, like it's still, it's my favorite episode because like I said, it just, it feels like it had some actual substance and that's kind of what I want to do. Um, I got inspired to do this episode specifically on whether your phone is hurting you or helping you from the Elon Musk, Joe Rogan podcast. It's probably been a month now. Uh, it's three hours long, but if you haven't listened to it, I highly, highly recommend. It is crazy to listen to Elon Musk. That man is from another planet, no doubt. Uh, it's it's even, watching the video, it's like, it's almost disturbing, like, When Joe Rogan's like, you know, trying to joke around, things like that. And Elon Musk is not having it. Like he has these such long pauses before he answers and like so serious. But it's it's, was wonderful to get inside his mind for a little bit and just hear about some of the things he had to say. Uh, One of them, one of the it was very short lived, but a conversation they had was about uh, our cell phones and whether or not they're having a positive or negative impact on us as people, as a society, but also just on you, like on a personal level. And I think there's a lot to be said there. There's a lot that I want to dig up today. Like I have a lot of questions, but the thing is like, this is almost like a therapy session for me. Like I'm just digging up questions. I don't have all the answers for you. If that's what you're looking for, I'm sorry, but I do want to have that conversation with you. Uh, and, and so I want to unearth all of these things that I'm thinking about this. It's just, it's crazy to think here we are like in 2018, a huge percentage of the population, I don't know what the percentage is, but a huge percent of the population is walking around all day with a supercomputer in their pants. Everyone's walking around with a supercomputer in their pants pocket or purse or satchel. I should be more specific, but it's just crazy to think that like That's you're walking around with something that is way more capable of some like desktop computers from 10 years ago. They run fast. They, I mean, it's it's insane. Like when you just take a step back and think about it. But here's the thing. Are we using that? Like, are we taking that superpower, that supercomputer? Are we using it for good? Are we just using it in a way that's hurting ourselves? You know what I mean? One of, my, one of the big things that I talked about in the last episode was social media, and I'm going to end up talking about social media a lot today and a lot in future episodes, and I'm sorry, but I'm so stuck on that right now, like all summer, That's it's just all I've been thinking about, like social media, what is like the social media, what impact is it truly having because I'm feeling it on a personal level, that's why I, I can say here today, I'm recording this October 1st, I can say I feel like I'm a recovering social media addict, Or maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm still struggling. I I mean, I feel like I am still struggling, but look, I don't think I'm outside the norm. I think there are so many people addicted to social media because I think, I mean, companies uh, companies that are making social media apps and, and outlets, things for you to use, they want you to spend more time on their application. That's not like... A tinfoil thing that's not they want you to spend more time on their whatever they've created on your phone. Uh because it you know, ads essentially it's just ads. Money makes the world go round. But that's I don't think that anyone can deny that. So how do we not get sucked into that? Because and the thing is this is a two part question. All right. A is it truly a negative space or can it be used in a positive way? And B, how do you not get sucked into that negative place when it is negative? I think when it comes to this whole question of like, is your phone helping you or hurting you? I think social media is the the main proprietor of the negative side of, of the house. Because what I mean, let's say social media and games, but I games are not something I generally spend a ton of time on my phone on. Uh, I think a lot of people nowadays, they're still doing the PC thing, still doing consoles, whatever, but but mobile gaming is, is huge, no doubt. So when it comes to, if your phone is hurting you in, in what way, I guess, is it hurting you? Because surely, uh, you know, with social media or gaming or whatever, it can, it can disrupt your productivity. Um, But I think my main gripe with social media is I think it has a huge in influence on your happiness. You know what I mean? I think in, I mean, there's depression. No, there's tons of people have depression that you can absolutely correlate to their social media use. Uh, whereas like with mobile gaming, I don't think there's a correlation to, to your, to your happiness, to your productivity, for sure, to your time management, for sure. But to your, to your happiness, I don't know maybe if you're not getting those fortnite dubs you're it's probably messing you up pretty bad on the inside but overall i think social media is the only one that's really affecting anybody's happiness so i did this i recorded this iphone tour recently where i just went through my iphone and like all of the apps that i use and how i have them organized and when i was done it was like it was a really good like reflective experience to see where i'm placing my Apps Like on the hierarchy of apps, where do the social medias land? Where do the documents uh, land? Where do the, you know, apps that you can actually do some work, something productive, something cool with, where do those land? Uh, because I found that on the front page about, well, over half of it was, were social media applications, which is cool in a way, because I think social media can do a lot of good definitely uh, especially when it comes to like communication it's it, i think it's very cool to see how we're finding all of these new ways to communicate um you know through instagram is huge with like picture and video and snapchat same thing uh i think it's very cool emojis are huge now i just got a, a windows 10 update where now i have emojis on my keyboard that's that's cool i get it it's neat it's evolution in a in a way in a weird way it's evolution <laughs> but then I thought, about it. And I'm like, okay, so those are on my front page. That's what I'm spending most of my, most of my time on, you know, to, but you go through all of the, I, again, I don't think I'm outside the norm. You check one you check the other, check the other. By the time you're done with that, you might've found your way back to the first one or, or do you only check these based on notifications? Uh, so-and-so sent you a message. Cool. I'll check that now. All right, I'm done x amount of time goes by oh someone sent me this whatever go check it out hats off to you if you are like that the problem is I think I'm lumped in with a a huge sum of people who are not acting in that way and are acting in a way that's like yeah I'm just gonna browse I'm just gonna scroll the feed for a while all right I'm done here I'm gonna scroll the feed here you know what I mean just to get that like to get that information I think that's part of my problem too is like I'm so Like I just need to like absorb all of the, all of the content that's out there. You know what I mean? So I go through Instagram, I go through all the pictures. I'm like, Oh God, no more pictures. I guess I'll get on Twitter, absorb all the memes from there. You know what I mean? It's just like this vicious cycle. And then I look back and I'm like, wow, all of this time has passed. So much time, so much time has passed. And so little life has actually been experienced. You know, it's crazy. And then it makes me feel bad as a person. It makes me feel bad as a parent, as a husband. It makes me feel bad as a whole bunch of different things. And so I, I, like I said, I feel like I'm recovering from that. Like I've, I'm finding ways to manage that, which is something I want to talk about more is like, what are the good practices? I, I'm not here to answer all your questions. I'm trying to figure this shit out myself. What are the good practices for avoiding overuse of social media? You know, one of the things that I think is huge is turning notifications off. Uh, there is something to be said about the feeling you get when your phone dings, buzzes, beeps, whatever. I think most people immediately have to check it or at least, yeah, at least see what it is. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't open it. Maybe you don't check it out right then. You don't investigate, but Uh, certainly there's a a ticking time bomb that immediately starts in your head where you're like, what is it? What was it? You know what I mean? Like there's literally a level of anxiety when your phone does some buzzes, beeps, rings, whatever. So I think you can kind of stop that. Because that, 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 leveling of anxiety, even as minuscule as it might be, like that's going to hinder whatever you're doing, whatever you're experiencing at that time, it's going to affect that. It's impossible not to because of the way our brains are, the way we take in information out and like this need to take in more information, it's bound to happen. So by taking those notifications off, by silencing your phone, I think that can have a really good effect on you. And it and it has for me. Like by doing that, there are times where I literally forget where my phone is. Um and I say literally because it seems so crazy sometimes. You know what I mean? To like to forget where your phone is. Because like I said, it is, it's like a piece of us. It's an extension of us. We are invested in our phones as much as our phones are invested in us. So it just seems crazy to think like, oh, I forgot where my phone is. But it's good. It's really good to forget where my phone is. And then, you know, because it obviously means I was in tune with something else, you know what I mean? Uh, Reading a book, experiencing something, you know, doing something outside, I I don't know. uh, Those things that I'm just saying sound like they're from like a cookie cutter list of activities to do. Read a book, go outside. But I'm serious, like it just, whatever it is that you're doing or experiencing, you're more able to enjoy that because you're not worried about what's going on in internet world, the beeping, the buzzes, whatever. Another good practice that I have is setting a time limit. Uh, I don't really know the right way to go about that. Uh, I'm sure there is a much better way. I'm just trying to do like a five minute deal. I'm like, all right, I got five minutes. Do whatever on my phone, but I want to get this or that done. And I only have five minutes. I think it's helping me like prioritize. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so I've got five minutes and I want to, for example, like write a rough draft for this episode. All right. I haven't checked Instagram in a while, but I really want to get that rough draft done. So I should probably do that first. And then I find that I get that stuff done in like a minute. I'm like, okay, cool. Nailed it. Now I've got four minutes to do whatever. Um, but it's still hard for me to, like, when the when the time's up, when that beep or buzz goes off, to actually be like, all right, I'm done. You know what I mean? Because there's a part of me that's still like, oh, but there's more. There's more pictures. There's more videos. There's more articles. There's more tweets. There's so much. And it's hard for me to be the judge of how well these are actually, the, these tactics are actually working, you know? I feel better i but i like I said, I feel like a recovering addict where i i I have this fixation, this like need to do something, and it's so small, like it's such a small thing, but you just you get fixated on it, and like I have to have it, I have to do it, and then you get it, and it's like a short lived like oh that was cool, you know whereas if you if I were doing something else, if I were like I uh, I don't know. Let's say like building something. I can't stop with these like cookie cutter things to do, but building a bridge out of toothpicks. But anyways, like, let's just, hey, for example, if I had been building a bridge out of toothpicks, I probably would have felt more accomplished than that short lived. Ah, uh, that was a cool few posts on Instagram that I saw and liked. But I also like I was saying how this is a therapy session. I think I'm also in a place where I'm like, Am I, like, I don't feel like I'm outside the norm, but am I, am I outside the norm? I have no idea. Now, I'm a 26 year old male. I don't even know why I felt the need to say that, but I, I don't know, like on the spectrum where I land either. You know what I mean? I've Teens, like teenagers have a lot more time on their hands. So sure, surely they spend way more time on these apps. Um, but other adults like of the same age or, you know, trying people who are trying to build careers, people who have hobbies like I do, like this podcast, Um, where do they land on that spectrum? How many hours a day? There was a thing that I read earlier this year and it was talking about like Instagram, which is, was already like a mega giant and has grown 10 times that in the past year. Their average user length per day was like, it went from like 25 minutes to 55 minutes or something like that. Something insane. And when you see that, when you see like 55 minutes a day, you're like, nah, nah. And then you think, like I think back to those times, to all the times that I'm, that I'm on those things. I'm like, hmm, checks out. Pro- probably have been on Instagram for a good hour today. It's an addiction like any other addiction where, like I said, you have this, small fix this little itch that you just have to oh i need i need a little social media i need a little drop of alcohol i need a little insert drug here um it's an addiction like any other and i think there's got to be a huge percentage of the population that's addicted to their phones think how much time we spend on our phones what are you doing though what are you doing on your phone you know what i mean Are you a business person? Are you? I'm not in a business, uh, field. So I'm not sending emails all day from my phone. Some people are sure. Some people aren't, but they're on their phones all goddamn day. So what are they doing? You know what I mean? Some people are social media influencers. So they are on social media, but they're in a twisted way. They're doing something that is getting them paid is what you would consider productive. So. What are you doing? What are you doing on your phone all day? I used to have this like image, this mental image that I wanted to use as like a logo. I wanted like I almost paid on Fiverr to have somebody draw this out for me because I just had this mental. I was so like focused on this picture. I thought it was so cool. And it was basically like a cartoon image of me holding in like a battle pose, holding not a lightsaber, but like holding my phone in the, in the ready. Like I was about to, I'm about to go for a a high attack with my lightsaber phone, but it was me holding my phone. And then out of my phone was extending like a, like a lightsaber, but it would be like of zeros and ones of information. It's such a cool act. Like now that I'm thinking about it again, it's a way, way cooler design than I have now but I'm just not capable of doing it. But anyways, I used to think that was just such a cool idea. Like using my phone as a, a motherfucking weapon as a sword, as a lightsaber to whatever, to slash away, to do all this cool stuff, to do this YouTube channel and this podcast and to just like create all of these cool things. And then when I think about it and I get on my phone, I'm like, Oh my God, my, I should be one of those people from Wally, one of those gigantic, humongous blobs with blob fingers just blobbing on my phone that's what that's that's the mental image of the actual me at least at this stage there was this cool I was listening to the Kevin Rose show which is another podcast huge huge fan Kevin Rose is an amazing person has always been uh one of my biggest heroes since I was a kid and saw him on Tech TV but Kevin Rose had a guest and of course I can't recall the guest but He was talking about uh, some other practices, whatever, some tactics. And one of them was uh, having your phone set up in a way so you had very minimal icons, very minimal apps showing. So maybe you put them in folders, maybe you do whatever. Uh, And his background image was a white, just a white background or maybe a black background. I like dark themes. You know what I mean? I don't like... Now that now that all of the apps are offering dark mode, I can't I don't like to mess with white. The blue light is terrible for your eyes. If you can do a dark theme, do a dark theme. Thanks YouTube for putting that out on mobile finally. So doing a plain image with just the words focus in the background. Uh which I think is a really cool idea. I tried it, but my thing is I'm I'm all about my logos. So like <laughs> I like to show off my logo as my wallpaper, but I think it's a really cool idea to just have focus as your background and have that as like a little reminder. Speaking of Kevin Rose, this is crazy. He just posted this like yesterday. He made a post that was uh, called the rubber band trick. And I think this is a cool idea too. And so he puts a red rubber band. Well, it's just, he has a colored rubber band. I don't think it really matters, but he has a rubber band around his phone. This is around the center of the phone. And it's just like this simple little reminder. Every time you get on your phone, like you see this rubber band is blocking like part of your screen. And it's just kind of a way to remind yourself and, and for you to like sit back when you get on your phone. Be like, well, wait a minute. Like, do I really need to be on my phone right now? Is there any actual reason for me to get on my phone? I think a lot of people, we do that. We get on our phones like just unnecessary for tons of reasons, for social anxiety, boredom, whatever, an insane amount of reasons we just get on our phone. And then once you get on your phone, like you end up just wasting a bunch of time on your phone. So it was like this reminder, like, do I need to be on my phone? He was discussing like an app that I think tracked your usage of different things, which I don't know much about. I wish I did because I would recommend it (laughs) if it works well. Um, I thought it was cool that Vero, which is like a social media that tried to happen, but I don't think it really did. Uh, had it like it would track your time spent on Vero for the day, which I thought was a really cool idea. I really wish other applications would try that out. I don't think it would stop a lot of people like people who are already going to spend a ton of time on your social media app aren't going to be disrupted by seeing the amount of time they're spending on it. You know what I mean? But for some of us, for people who are like trying to lessen their time on social media, that I think that would be a really neat feature. I feel like it should be a necessary feature. You know what I mean? Just tell me how much time. If Apple can tell me how much data I'm using on your application, just tell me how much time I'm using on your application, you know? I'm curious. Like, I would love to get messages on a lot of different things, a lot of these questions that I'm bringing up. A huge one, though, is, like, what do you use f- your phone for that is productive or, like, a posit- has a positive influence on you? And I'm not asking that in a way for you to be like, oh my God, what do I do on my phone that's positive? But I mean, maybe, maybe you will have that thought, when, you know, as you heard me say it, but I'm just genuinely curious, what do you do on your phone that, that has a positive impact? You know what I mean? Is it business related? Is it, there, I think there are a lot of great communication applications to, to any and all social medias. You know, it is cool. Like uh connecting with people that you wouldn't otherwise be able to be able to send them pictures and videos to chat with them live instantly. I think there's a lot of great things uh, that can come of that. I think there's just like this very fine line where it's like social media can be used to communicate in a positive way, but it just seems the nature of the Internet gravitates it to a, just a much darker area a much more negative area in a way that's very easy to get sucked into. I can, I can literally think of the time when I did start just like spending more time on social media. And I don't think that I was, you know, I don't think I had like some like super low self-esteem or anything like that. I think more than anything, it was probably just started out of boredom, much like any other drug or addiction, whatever. Uh, And then just grew into this thing where it did affect my my happiness and I was comparing myself to people and to things that there was no need to compare myself to, but I had already been pulled into that space. So I guess that's one of my issues too with us spending so much time on our phones is like... You have to be spending it in the right place. It's like a city, like in a city, you wouldn't hang out in a bad area, right? Because your chances of something bad happening are much greater. You probably want to hang out in a decent area. So like on my phone, I want to hang out on the decent areas of my phone and I want to stop or at least spend much less time in areas that are increasing my chances of getting sucked into something I don't want to be sucked into, you know? So what are you using your phone for that is productive or in what ways is your phone having a positive impact on you? Um, And how much time would you guess you spend on your phone per day? Like I said, I'm just curious uh, the next few episodes are going to be subjects related to this. So I'll be able to talk about it again and bring it up and it'll be seamless and not be like today. We're talking about dinosaurs. And also I've got your responses from last week. You know, I have talked for such a long time about all this negative stuff, and I want to talk about a lot of really positive things that I've gotten from my phone. I want to talk about how amazing it is that we have such great cameras on our phones. That has done so much for me, and that will do so much for my kids. It's amazing that in a split second I can pull out my phone and get a picture that is crisp quality, something that can... And, and you know what? In another minute, I can have a... a photo ordered being shipped on the way. I can have a canvas print. I can have, you know what I mean? Like you can have professional looking stuff. You can take it and order it in the same minute or two. And that's incredible. I think it's so cool to preserve everything. Like I try so hard that when I started doing, when I started getting into video and I started getting into photography and stuff, like when I started the channel, the main reason for that is because I got obsessed with preserving everything. You know what I mean? Someday I'm not going to be here. Someday I'm going to be dust, but there could be something that is passed on as lives on as, is, is, you know, a legacy. And someday someone's going to see that. And I'm going to have been gone for a long time, but they may be able to see that that picture or video and it may make them feel a type some type of way. (laughs) It may make them feel happy. You know what I mean? It may make them feel sad and that's fine too. But to have that be able to come from something I have with me at all times and I'm able to do in a split second. I think that's incredible. I think someday there's going to be way too much information. And like my kids are going to be like, Oh my God, pictures, swipe, done with the pictures. On to the next thing, and the same with video too. You know, like you you ever you sit down with your family, you ever watch old home videos. It's such a, it's such a cool experience. So much fun. Seeing your family is cool, but seeing the world, seeing every, seeing like the social norms of that time, seeing how people interacted with each other, that's so cool. You know, and obviously we all take a lot of pictures and videos that don't end up on social media. So, like, the social media pictures are very cool too, you know, to see, like, what type of person was this person? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what did what did they – what type of stuff did they post? And, oh, here's their iCloud that's totally different or totally different person. You versus social media, you. No, but I think uh, the picture and video is a huge deal for me, really huge deal, being able to preserve – anything at any given time it's so cool space storage that's that's incredible too gone are the days of having to back everything up uh to hard drives and label those hard drives and store them i still do that for some stuff cuz i'm paranoid but we have you know these different cloud services which i think are going to continue to grow because of the amount of use, uh, that they can have being able to just back. And you could back up anything, back up, back up some documents, back up your report. You know, you can back up those pictures and videos that I was just talking about preserving things, but you can also back up, uh, maybe a short story that you wrote for a, a kid that you don't have yet, but someday you will. And then you just pull it up on your cloud. Nice. Good one, dad. Future dad. Nice move. I think that's awesome. I talked about communicating a lot. I think that's really big. I think that can be really big between uh, business partners, between family members, that kind of thing. You can share Word documents. You can share whatever, you know, as far as like business feels, you can share documents in split seconds. There's no wait time at all. And because you have your phone on you at all times, you send that stuff out. You move on, move on to the next thing. Continue being productive. Cool. Very Cool. So there are a lot of positive applications to this whole to to our phones. Are they positive enough to warrant a logo of you holding a lightsaber of zeros and ones where you're, does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? The bar, like the lightsaber, the part that is light, the, the actual saber part, that's what would be made of zeros and ones. Do you get it? I think it's cool. I'm still picturing it. It's amazing. Is there enough positive behavior there to warrant that? I don't know. For me right now, no, probably not. I think I'm still wasting too much time, uh, but I'm still trying not to. Oh, hey, let's lump that in with the questions. What are you doing to stop yourself from overusing your phone? What are you using to, what are your, what are your boundaries? How are you setting your boundaries, I guess? Or, sorry, what boundaries are you setting uh, to avoid that? Because I think that's huge. I think it's the main thing that it comes down to is just setting boundaries. And I can be disciplined on so many things. But my phone is probably my biggest struggle in my life right now. i got to tell you, there are some long pauses between everything that I'm saying right now. Editing is going to be a nightmare. Sweet. Too bad I couldn't take you guys on that journey. I mean, I could. I could live stream it. But whatever. I'm not going to. You're here. Those pauses I'm going to leave in. Intentionally. All right, I'm gonna wrap this up. I got a lot. Of, I got a lot to cut out. <laughs> I got a lot to do, um, and I, and I want to be smart about it. So, please send me those responses. I would. Re- you have no idea how much I would appreciate it. I talk about like how I would appreciate like five star reviews and stuff like that, and I I would absolutely because it promotes the show, and I I do want more people listening, more people to join in. I want more people to join in the dis- these discussions, but I really just appreciate the feedback, like, and, uh, like any response that you give you have no idea you have no idea what that means to me as someone who is trying to like taking the time to create this stuff and realizing while doing it that it's can be it's fairly mediocre (laughs) you have no idea how much it means to me so thank you so much thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next one take it easy boys and girls